0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a- another dev party. I'm Vanya, and over there is Eric.
1: Hey, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? If you are not up to speed, this is the little mini episodes that we do where we just uh, we develop together and talk about developing, usually. Uh, this episode, we're actually, we asked for some questions from our Instagram followers um, maybe a week ago or so. I don't know, maybe a little bit longer. And, uh, you know, it was kind of before our anniversary. What do you guys want to know about us? What do you guys want to ask us? And some of the questions were personal. Some of the questions were more uh, photography-based or, you know, whatever. But first, Vanya. Yeah? Yes. What are you developing?
0: I am developing Ilford Delta 100 in Rodinal.
1: Cool. What did you shoot that in?
0: I shot it in my little rainbow um, brownie box.
1: Oh, adorable.
0: Yeah. It's not yeah, rainbow-colored, I... unfortunately. It is just red, but it would be kind of cool if I could just paint it rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Was this the first time you've used the camera? No, this is the second. Um, I shot it okay. when we did, like, box camera appreciation or something. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So it's been a while.
1: I love Delta and T-Max in in uh box cameras i think they're i think it looks really really wonderful did a zine about it
0: who knew i tried to be steady this time and i think i even put a yellow filter on the first image and second image because it was really like bright so we'll see like if there's a difference between the other ones the other ones were okay shot in the afternoon like on a lake um maybe not as steady but i don't know i'm hoping something comes out it was uh you know, I'm, I live in California, or on the West Coast, basically where everything is on fire. So the sunrises and sunsets have been very eerie, Mars-like, and I think it's—I don't know—the reflection on the water was interesting. I know it's black and white, but I'm—I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like um, what it captured as far as you know, light and shadow and all that. How about you? What yeah. did you? Um, what are you developing today? Well, I am
1: developing Ultrafine 400, uh, one of our favorite emulsions, yes. and I shot this in the Mamiya RB when we were together
0: in Kansas. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I finished
1: this roll on the 10th of July, and I'm just now developing it.
0: I'm still pre-soaking. Are we... Uh, did you already pour your developer?
1: Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. So I will be developing in PMK. Ooh. Uh, it's, it's my go-to developer for Ultrafine. I it's just what I do. I have, I'm getting new. I'm getting developers for each emulsion, and it's stupid. But I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> so my dev time is 13 minutes, and your dev time was what well, was
0: nine minutes technically. That's right. But I'll tell you a little bit about this later. But basically, um, my refrigerator is dead, and I have no way to cool my chemicals, so I am at 70 degrees.
1: Yes, and when you have to, when you have varying temperatures,
0: it's okay. We have to
1: adjust the time. Yes. So, okay, why don't we start developing?
0: All right, I'm going to pour out my um, pre-soak. Yes. Ooh, it's very, very dark. So our first question, actually, is from
1: Analog Experience, and it is, why do you pre-soak? Oh. Uh, he says, I never do, but I haven't noticed quality lack in my photos. What's the benefit? So while we are pouring in the developer, why don't we talk about that? Are you ready to go?
0: Yeah, sure. Let's go. So I think number one is I am kind of gross and have sweaty hands. And when I'm fumbling in my dark bag, I feel like I probably touch the <laughs> film and get stuff on it. So pre-soaking is great for that. Also, I would say that when you pour developer... A lot of the times it kind of splashes around in there and things don't evenly develop. So when you soak it in water, it's already the pre soak kind of evenly distributes the chemicals better in my mind. Does it, I don't, I think it makes sense to me. Does it work? I don't know. Maybe it's just like placebo. I seem to have better images when I do it. What about you? I,
1: yeah, same reason. I was developing the Stearman tank, four by five sheets, and I wasn't pre soaking. And I did notice some splash, and like kind of the developer sticks to the emulsion, and even when you agitate, it doesn't quite come off. So you get a little bit of overdevelopment where the splashing was, and pre-soaking definitely takes care of that. That could have been a developer, emulsion, or tank problem, though. So it could be, it could definitely be placebic, but um, I've always done it. If you don't do it and you're having good luck with it, don't do it.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: yeah, I mean, really, if it's working for you, don't change anything. It's not that you're going to get better pictures because of it.
0: No, I don't think so. No. But maybe even better evenly developed. So if you see that, you know, maybe there's some spots on there, maybe give it a shot. If not, that's fine, too. It's possible.
1: Uh, So Kiddingmare has two questions. The first is rotary development, yay or nay? I don't know if he's asking if it exists, because yes, it does. It does exist.
0: No, I think he's asking if we do that. If we oh, do okay. Rotary.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. That does make more sense. Um, no, I'm nothing against it, but uh, no, I don't do it because I don't have a rotary developing system. Yeah. And I don't think you do either. Have you ever done it at
0: all? No, I haven't. I've seen the Jobo tanks like on Craigslist and stuff and I'm I've always yeah. been interested to maybe getting something like that, especially for color just because I seem to always have, you know, there's always some mistake I make. I will say that someone recently showed me they or they shared on their story that all their blicks like, spilled everywhere because of, like, the pressure. So I think you kind of oh, have yeah. to burp it a little bit once you, like, pour it. Because, you know, heat and all that. <laughs> like, burp it a little before oh, you start. Oh, you're a Tupperware kid. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, dude. My mom had Tupperware parties. I know what's up. <laughs> oh, yeah, same, same. <laughs> also, most of those Tupperwares, like, are scattered about in all of my siblings. So, like, I'll go to, like, my brother's, like, when I was in Colorado recently, was at my brother's, and he, like, pulled out this, like, old Tupperware that was my mom's. And I was, like, (laughs) kind of pissed. Like, dude, she gave you that? What the heck? (laughs) Uh,
1: His second question is, what is the weirdest, most involved film development you have done?
0: I would say probably trying to do, like, two developments at one time.
1: We make two different ones at one time? Yeah,
0: I think I've done that before. Or back-to-back oh, that, or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe WD2D or PMK, I guess. I d- no, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to say ECN2.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. It's,
0: it's kind E6 of E6 is difficult. so much harder, though. No, it, it's, it's the difference because of the 106 temperature that really throws me off because then everything else and then also the water stop baths in between have to be like at temp as well so it's a little bit more involved it's not i'm not saying it's hard it's just a little bit more involved and maybe i'm just a lazy developer
1: oh i don't know i don't know about that um but yeah i can understand that The, the trick to ecn2 is get everything up to 106 and then just kind of let it fall off you know you're doing your developer and then the the, uh, bleach will kind of get down the temp and it's not that hard.
0: I will say that I have done that. And what I do is I actually take it out of whatever container it is and pour it in a little, um, pitcher yeah, and yeah. that, and you know, for the right amount for the tank to fill it all the yeah. way. And once that's open in oxygen, it seems to cool down a lot faster. So that is, that is kind true. of what I've, what I've been doing with that. Yes. But again, because everything is separate, that means that there's like four pitchers <laughs> like out on the table. It's madness over here. <laughs>
1: it is. Once you get used to doing ECN2, uh, I don't know, I, I prefer it. It's oh still a pain in the ass. I prefer black and white more than anything. But yeah, it, it, I, I prefer ECN2 over E6 and even C41.
0: I think I know what I'm going to do for Christmas for you. I think I'm going to get, like, lab coats with, like, all through a lens, like, embroidered.
1: <laughs> it's always good to tell the person what you're going to do for them for Christmas.
0: <laughs> but, yes, I love that idea. <laughs> we can use them for our dev parties. Like, oh, we got to put our lab coats on. You know, nobody can see this, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But they can picture it.
1: <laughs> so the next question is, are, are photography? And the question is Zoom dev party. Speaking of being able to see, Zoom Dev Party? Yeah. And I have Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, you keep you keep saying no, but but okay.
0: I'll do all kind right. of like um like a Charlie Brown esque, you know, like how like all the parents you can't ever see them, it's just their legs and they're all like wah wah wah, yeah. I'll do something like that.
1: <laughs> um, okay, sure, sure. That that should be that should be fine. <laughs> I mean That should
0: be fine. I I guess I could set up my laptop here and do it. Yeah. I think I would be willing to give it a shot. Okay.
1: And then maybe just
0: the video is, like, on Patreon or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Maybe maybe we'll do that. does
0: Zoom Dev Party mean that, like, everybody's involved so we have, like, a bunch of people? Because that's even cooler. I think so.
1: We could arrange that sometime.
0: That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Also, it would be, like, kind of confusing. (laughs)
1: Oh, it, it would be it would be a horrible experience as far as trying to be accurate goes. But yes, it could be fun. I would just do stand development and just watch the chaos.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. Okay, yeah, let's do that.
1: Uh, the next question is from Elgato. Oh, hey. Um, he asks, Siamese cats crazy as I hear, and my answer would be yes, <laughs> absolutely. He's a kitten the size of a very large male cat. And that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and his second
0: question is, do you hate trick film?
1: You do, don't you?
0: Okay, I don't hate trick film. I think a lot of people do really amazing things with it.
1: True. And I have a roughly the same answer. I don't, I don't hate it. Um, it's really, really not my thing. I can't foresee uh, a reason for me to use it. But if you're making it work for you... Hey, man, do it.
0: Okay, so cross-processing, like the rolly crossbird, I would say that that's trick film because I'm cross-processing it and it's punching up colors and things are less realistic. Oh, would you? Yeah, I, I do wouldn't. like I th- trick film because I do cross-process film to get funny colors and you kind of do the same thing. So in a way, you don't use trick film, but you do develop to make fancy tricks.
1: See, to me, the trick film would be like where they add, add light to it, like um yeah is it revlog maybe or or bubble am i thinking something i don't know and then like red scale where you just flip the color film and all that i'm thinking of those as trick films cross-processing i think is its own thing personally but who knows um the next question is from alan mills photos hello alan what's your photograph slash work-life balance look like and he's (laughs) talking when we're not in a plague (laughs)
0: It's a mad, it's madness right now. <laughs> hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! Okay, normally I don't have a schedule. I don't like schedules. I want to be able to get up and leave at any time. Any- <laughs> to go any place. At all times. <laughs> Obviously it doesn't work that way. And I have a job and I have to um, work. But I work from home. I work from the computer. Um, I run a small p- plumbing business. For the most part, I've made it very simple for myself where I can really just do things, you know, from my phone, even remotely. Um, I don't actually do any plumbing work. But what's the balance
1: between that and your photography life?
0: I have zero balance right now, honestly. I think that's something that I would really like to focus and work on. I was saying like organization uh, on the last episode, and I think that has a lot to do with it because even with just like the podcast, how it is right now. We're doing yep. like four episodes, and then we're doing it, we're going to be doing a bonus as well. So that's five a month. I, I have noticed since my trip because we didn't do any podcast stuff during that time. I was able to photograph a lot, and since I've been home, I haven't been. Okay. And I miss it, but I'm also tired, and I uh, <laughs> I feel like I don't have as much time. So I would like to somehow find a better balance.
1: How about yeah. you? Um, I'm happy with what I do. For the most part, I shoot when I travel and yeah. only when I travel. It's very rare that I shoot in Seattle.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm happy with that. I shot in Seattle over the winter and I'm really not a fan of almost any of the photos. So I think I'm just wasting film. So I'm going to kind of go back to my original idea, which was I don't shoot in the winter. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, but since I've gotten back, you know, the world out here is on fire. So getting time isn't an issue. I'm I'm laid off right now. So time is absolutely not an issue for me. It's that I can't leave because everything's on fire. Um, Wyatt on film asks, if you could only listen to one song on a photo road trip, what song would that be and why? And I will broaden that to albums because once listening to one song over and over, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't listen to anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so difficult.
1: Yeah, one song on repeat would just mean I drive off a car. I mean, <laughs> that's all that means.
0: I'm just gonna assume that he's meaning like a tape a tape that has been stuck in there, so you only have side A. <laughs> or okay, side sure, B Sure, <laughs>
1: sure. Let's let's assume he means what he didn't say. But just go for it. Yes. What does uh
0: <laughs> Because what, it's not what just, what just one your... song I mean, you know, there's a couple songs on side A, a couple of, you know. You so why don't we talk it. albums here? When we talk albums. Okay. What would that be? I think I know exactly what album, actually. I I mean, obviously, this is kind of like... I'm just going to go from the top of my head. The first thing that came up was Roger Waters. Is this the life we really want?
1: That's incredible. It's an amazing album, for one.
0: And it's perfect for driving.
1: it is. I don't know if this is my answer but Roger Waters Amused to Death would be up there for me for sure. His newest one, it doesn't hit me as much. I do think it's a little bit of a retreading Whatever. of Amused to Death, but you you aren't as familiar with Amused to Death. So I oh, think whichever one of those you hit first is probably going to be yeah. the one for you.
0: If you guys don't if you guys haven't listened to that album, listen to it from start to finish. It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, it is a like, fucking amazing 100% album. 100% 100% like con- just, just listen to it. Also, I wanted yeah. to do a zine about like a specific song on that album. The last,
1: the last Refugee, which might be the best song he's ever written.
0: Yep. Period. I think so. It's just, it, yeah. it Oh, it just reaches me in like such an amazing way. It, I mean, if you guys haven't figured this out, like we absolutely love music. Just like everybody else, I'm sure. But, you know, <laughs> we definitely have weird tastes. So, yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Roger Waters will be my pick. What about you?
1: Um. I don't... I'm really bad at picking favorites. Anybody who's ever asked me a favorite anything uh, usually ends up just being mad at me.
0: (laughs) Of course. Which, you
1: know, they're the ones who asked me.
0: Okay, well, I'm already mad, so hurry up. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. Um, An album that gets played on repeat a lot. I mean, it would really depend. Right now, it would be probably something from Plum Tree. I've been really into Plum Tree lately. Okay. And that was a a Canadian girl band from the 90s. Um... (laughs) You know, what can you do? There's not much you can do about what you like, you know? You like what you like. No, of course. But right now, it's that. Um, yeah. I forget which album it is. Maybe Mastine Fainting. I don't I can't remember the names. It fluffernutter. I don't know. There was something. Flufferboard. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Probably that. Probably something upbeat and happy or pretty much anything from Dressy Bessie.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, I think uh, if you ask me this in a week, uh, it might change. But I think yeah. I stand by my uh, my album choice.
1: So how about another music question? This is from Jacob Cook Photography. He says, do you listen to music when you shoot? And if so, do you think it affects the way you
0: shoot? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) 100%. I have to. Do you really? Yes, I have to. Okay. A lot of uh, the shooting that I did during quarantine where I like didn't even step foot out of my van, I would open up the slider and just like shoot from there just because I was trying to be like super respectful and we weren't supposed to go anywhere, even though I was somewhere. So sorry, but... I broke the rules a little. Not much. Just once a week.
1: You still social distanced.
0: (laughs) Yes. But I I do it even, like, in Sequoia and stuff. Like, I'll I'll, I'll pull over to a spot where I'm like, oh, this could be maybe a cool landscape. And I'll, like, open up the door and kind of, like, scope it. I might step out and find a better spot for, like, composition. But I usually have, like, music playing. Um, Not loud because I'm not obnoxious. But music has to be playing. When I go into a place to photograph... Sometimes, like, music is very specific on, like, what I need to be playing. And really quick, I want to tell you this story because I talked to Eric about this and I was like, this, I I think I recorded a little bit of this road for him. And I was like, I have to listen to this, like, song when I go through here because (laughs) it's something that I... I have done for several several years like during sunrise you know right when the sun was coming up i put this specific song on and i drive this road and he was yeah. like yeah that's not that's not really the song i would pick i would pick well, hold on what was the song i can't remember oh my god vanya <laughs> i can't remember it right now okay i think it might be back honestly i think it's back no it was i think you're right i think it was back yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think it's morning from back, so yes, it's a real but. original here. But it, but it's a well, good it's a good beginning. Like that that first two songs from that album are they transition like really well together and it just it's perfect. So I think it that's that those were the songs. That was a and, very
1: solid choice for that road, I will give
0: you that. Yeah, I think so. But you did not agree and you th- you said that a specific another song. <laughs> which I hadn't heard before until you showed it to me. <laughs> and he's like, I would play this and then he show, you know sent me a link and I listened to it. And it was what?
1: It was uh, well, actually, it was the last song that's on our current playlist for episode <laughs> 25. And that song is Klaus Nomi's <laughs> cult song. <laughs> See, it's perfect driving music.
0: <laughs> okay, so what did I say to you after I played the song?
1: Um, that you wanted to drive off a cliff.
0: <laughs> I said that that song. If I played that song up there, because you know you're you're up like 10,000, 11,000 feet, like with cliff sides, and I said if I yeah. had to listen to that song, I would drive off of a cliff. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a bad way to go. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I think it's great for driving off cliffs, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, okay, If so do I listen to music while I'm shooting? No, I don't. Um, I think it would distract me a lot, and so I don't do it, but I am listening to music while I'm driving around, but I don't think that affects me. I spent a while, like two days, two or three days, driving through, like, really remote places of Wyoming, listening to nothing but B-52s. Fucking little shot! Shot. And my photos look pretty normal, <laughs> so I'm gonna say no. Doesn't affect me, but I do listen to music while I'm driving, and so you, but you not while I'm out actually shooting.
0: You don't like put headphones on and walk around with them?
1: Never. No. That's when weird. I'm out, in, when I'm out in, when I'm out in, it's gonna sound so fucking pretentious, and I'm sorry, but when I'm out in nature. I need to hear nature. And so I think that, no, and I think that's kind of, that kind of speaks to the question is while I don't listen to music, I do listen to something. And I think that really does affect my photography. I think if I were listening to music, it would also affect it, but maybe not in the way that I wanted it to.
0: Yeah. Well, I can see how like nature is beautiful. There's birds like chirping and stuff like that, but maybe just like if you're just out like in the city streets or whatever, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, maybe, I, I get maybe, what you're saying. I, I, and I like I it. still think
1: I I still think I, I would go musicless for that. Just to kind of I like I don't know, photography for me isn't just about taking the picture. I think it's about um, the experience as well. And I think part of the experience for me is the sounds.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, one interesting thing too. Um, I do like to listen to full albums, but I don't do that while I'm on the road because I need transition from slow to like fast, or else I will fall asleep. So I am constantly on shuffle and I have like playlists that I made for specific, like if I'm really tired or if I'm really bored or something like that. So it kind of goes like up and down a lot. And, uh, when we were driving, like he was in a separate car, I was in my car and I was like, he asked me what I was listening to. And I was like, Oh, I'm on shuffle. And he's like, Oh, that's so weird. Like, I don't do that. And I thought no, that I was shuffle. so weird. Like why? Well, no, that's
1: not true. I, I shuffle. Okay. I don't listen to I have Spotify, obviously. I don't listen to a lot of it while I'm on the road because one, I'm on a lot of I'm in a lot of places where there's no cell reception. Mm-hmm. And two, I have a large collection of music on my phone. Like a lot of music on my phone.
0: Yeah, but you can go to songs and just press shuffle if you wanted to or make playlists I could with those
1: songs. I could do that as well, but what I do is I shuffle albums, so I will listen to a full album and then shuffle just to a random other album. I'm very much an album guy, and anybody who follows me on Instagram probably knows that. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't surprising. <laughs> so a travel question from max.weber303. How do you keep your film cool on, in the field? And then we had a, a kind of an episode about this on the travel episode. Don't remember the number. Good luck finding it. So, real quick, I use, I, we both use a 12 volt cooler.
0: Yeah, mine broke though. So, I don't know You're, if I can stand by that.
1: <laughs> I think it's just the fuse. But, uh, uh, we both do use it. It does work. Um, there are other ways to do it. Like um, just a, a regular cooler. Don't use ice because you're just asking for trouble. But anything to keep it out of direct sunlight and keep it a different, hopefully lower temperature than the rest of the car is a good idea. Blankets over it work really well as
0: as well. Yeah, uh, if I've you seen if someone you... put like a small like Yeti or Yeti type cooler in their trunk with a blanket over and then they store their stuff in there, and that seems yeah. to. I mean, if you're just going for a few days, that is probably just fine. The twelve. Unless you're going to be in, like. Yeah, I mean, if you're like going to be in Death Valley, then I would say that you need to definitely adjust for that. Do the 12 volt. The 12 volt's great. It has, it just plugs into your cigarette lighter because, you know, no one uses a cigarette lighter anymore unless you're charging your, I don't know. You plug your CD player in there? I don't know. (laughs) How does it work? (laughs) And maybe even just decide, like, again, depending on how long you're traveling for. Decide that day like what you're going to be shooting, and so you're not like wrestling around and in it like I do <laughs> every time. No, that's a, no,
1: that's great. Yeah, you do spend like fifty percent of your time rummaging through your cooler. <laughs> so the next question is from Nolan PB and J. Have you ever used the FPP's Debonair toy camera? And that's really similar, but not identical to a Diana. And I haven't. I can't imagine using it to be honest. But maybe
0: someday. Does it take 120?
1: It does take 120, yep. Hmm,
0: okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's around and it's in my hands, I'll probably, I'll probably shoot with it. I'll shoot with anything.
1: <laughs> that is true. Next question is from Chainsaw underscore 20. Nice. Uh, what is the most obscure film you've shot with?
0: Ooh. I guess maybe, I mean, we've been doing some weird stuff. Honestly, the fuzz Parito was very strange and looks very strange.
1: That was, yes, that was an odd film, yeah.
0: I would probably, I'd probably say Not that. It. Um,
1: yeah, I, uh, probably with me as well. I shot, I got some, like, weird missile testing film at one point that was, Um, you know grainy to the point where you couldn't really recognize the photo so that was weird yeah the fuzzy burrito is probably the weirdest maybe Uh, i'm I'm forgetting something
0: x-ray
1: well yeah actually we it's fun it's it's i don't know if it's i guess it's obscure um we're gonna do a whole episode on x-ray film coming up at some point probably before halloween and we've both shot some x-ray film and we really like it a lot and so um yeah maybe that maybe that so Dave the Walker eighty, hi Dave, asks, is that is that orange bloke still in charge? Can you sort that out, please? Um, yeah, we're really, we're really trying. We do apologize to the rest of the world for the orange bloke. Yeah, there's there's uh, only so much you can do, uh, but we're doing it.
0: Funny thing. My phone, so we're doing this like via phone, and I have my headphones in, and it cut out, so I did not hear the question, but I think I heard Orange Bloke, and I'm assuming you're talking about Mr. 45, and yeah, sorry, I don't know, I didn't pick him. <laughs> Am I right? Should I get it right?
1: Uh, yes, you're correct. Yes, <laughs> if we're doing anything uh, about him, November, with, uh, with some... Uh, miracle. We will uh, take care of that business <laughs> as much as we possibly can. <laughs> we are very very sorry. And the last question is from the esteemed Jellygeist. Do you notice your mood or emotions reflected in your photographs? And how can you tell? So if you're in a foul-ass mood and you take some pictures, are they foul-ass pictures?
0: 100%. Are they? Yep. Sometimes. Not all the time, but yeah, sometimes. Okay. Um, but I choose to just like if I'm if I just can't if I don't feel it, then I don't shoot.
1: I think that's me too. If I'm in a that's not always true. But I think generally if I'm in a funk, I will shoot less. The next dev party episode will be talking about bison and I'm sure I'm gonna go into something about how I was in a really awful place. When I came into the town and I shot anyway and I shot through it. And so sometimes I'll do that.
0: Well, you were forced to because because Ann and I were there shooting. (laughs) So you could either sit in your car or shoot.
1: That's true. The way I shoot, uh, which is only when traveling, I'm going to be in a generally good mood when I'm traveling. That's just how traveling works for me. But you know, sometimes you're not. And so yeah, I think it does show a little bit I'll look back on my my notes and some days I won't have shot very much at all I think if I'm in a bad mood I won't shoot 4x5 because it takes a little bit more uh, thought and work Uh, but if I'm in a good mood I'll shoot more 4x5 now of course that all has to do with what I'm around and sometimes I'll just like oh god it's a beautiful scene I have a headache or I'm heartbroken or whatever and I will shoot it anyway because you know duty now for the future (music) I don't know if I've answered the question. I think you did. Did you? Okay. What? What about? Uh, can you give any examples
0: of yours, maybe? This was a um, a day trip that I took during quarantine, and I just wanted to drive to get out of the house because I was going crazy and had already decided, like, if like I wasn't gonna like stop in any stores. Like I had enough gas. I was fine. I was. I was. I made myself a sandwich. <laughs> I was. Out, so I just went out to the middle of nowhere and found a couple fields that were just really beautiful. And it was like a fork in the road, and I shot it with my Hasselblad and some roly Crossbird. And still, um, those are some of my favorite pictures I've taken. Uh, I was I was in a bad mood because I just I, I felt like everybody felt like you know getting stir crazy, just being at home, not being able to like I couldn't surf, I couldn't do anything, and I just needed to take a drive. I needed to like just feel some space between me and everything. And so going out there was super therapeutic. So I wasn't necessarily like in a bad mood when I was shooting, but I did go out to shoot because I was not maybe at my best. But again, you know, it, it's not always like that, you know, even right yeah. now, like with being kind of busy, it's not that I don't have any time to shoot, but when I do have time, I'm just like, I, I don't, I'm just not feeling it I don't you know I'm I'm stuck here in LA and there's not really anywhere that I want I feel inspired to shoot right now and I'm kind of waiting for something to happen for that to change and you know I can only walk around my my neighborhood or go down the same streets or go to downtown or you know like I mean, if you guys see Venice Skate Park pictures, then you know that I'm at, I'm at the bottom right there. Like, I hit rock bottom, you guys. I'm not going to do it. So that's all the
1: questions.
0: Ooh, did I do good? What's my grade? Oh, you got all of them right. Yes. Oh, good.
1: Uh, how did your film come out?
0: Uh, well, I have images, and these the spacing between are is superb there's no light leaks amazing wow yeah i know it's it's kind of incredible uh some of them are kind of blurry i am very interested on where this this camera focuses because some that i was like this will be perfect maybe are a little fuzzy and some images that are a little closer look super sharp so i'm just like I'm, this is new. I've only shot with it once, so I think it's yeah. you know kind of quirky, and I'll have to figure it out. But images look good. I like them. They're huge.
1: Yeah, they are. Six by nine is a really um, really big format. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, it is. Yeah. Um, pretty happy. Yeah. How
1: about you? I'm pretty happy with these. Um, let's see. I've got uh, Mushroom Rock in Kansas. Oh. Uh, one is. Yeah, incredibly underdeveloped. I don't know what was going on there, and others were um, okay. Do you remember the town? I think it was Strong City or the one next to it, with the cobblestone streets leading up to the uh, courthouse.
0: Oh, I shot that with my thirty-five. I remember you went out there. It was early yeah. in the morning. We were trying to go to uh, Tallgrass.
1: We were, yeah. You I kind of feel
0: sad <laughs> that we did. You were stop a little there.
1: little. Sad and cranky a little bit in the morning there. <laughs> I don't know why, but you were. And uh, and so, yeah, there's there's these photos from, from that, that time. Um, there's one of some stair steps that looks very interesting. And, of course, since this is PMK, they're all stained with a very lovely brown stain, which means absolutely nothing when you're scanning, but I like the way it looks.
0: <laughs> so success for both. So that's good. I mean, we weren't doing anything super crazy this time.
1: We need to talk real quick about Patreon. and yes. We started a Patreon, and the response that we got from it is amazing. I'm floored, honored, scared, I guess? that we, it, it's, it seems like there's a lot of people who like what we're doing, and honestly, that's kind of new. When there's evidence of something like that, it feels um, good, obviously. But just like, are, are they sure? <laughs> have you have you listened to us?
0: <laughs> I feel honored. And definitely there's a lot more pressure, of course, because we need to make sure that we're on top of it. But I think that's what we need. We both need that little bit of yeah. fire under our ass to get our shit together.
1: <laughs> well, we all could use it, I'm sure. Yeah, we had a lot of response. And we'll go into more detail into the shout outs and all of that.
0: Yeah, that will be on the main episode. Um, and I guess that's all we have to say today, isn't it? I mean, I could go on and on if you really want me to, but it's probably... Yes, I think we're done. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening, and... uh Yes. I really like the questions. I think it breaks it up. Uh, of course, if we're, like, doing a new development, you know, we'll have to discuss that and how to do it, but I think this was, like, a fun little change. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, I think I might call in sick for the next one, so we'll see. <laughs> son
1: of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out the two bonus episodes we did for Patreon. We have those up for free. You know, First Taste is always free. Uh, Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you. We love you.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.